Hi everyone, it's Derek from the iReady podcast here and this is my reaction to the 2-0 win against St Johnson today. We got the three points, it's a results driven business, absolutely, so we love to fight another day, but sometimes results are not enough. I would have expected blood and thunder from this team today considering the criticism that's been heaped on them of late. We never got that, we really didn't and arguably... You know, St. Johnson in the first 20 minutes of the second half showing more blood and thunder than we did in the whole game. We got the result, we got the victory, but it's still leaving me lacking because it's an absolute chore to watch us just now. There is no spark in this team right now, and I don't know if it's just the players, it's the setup, or what. It's something, it is an absolute amiss. But anyway, there were six changes from the Celtic game. We lined up Butland, Tavernier, Goldson, Davis, Ridvan, Raskin, Lundstrom, Lawrence, Lammers, Danilo and Roof. On the subs bench, we have McCrory, Suter, Jack, Dessers, Sifuentes, Matondo, Sima, Sterling and Barisic. So, you know, on the back of dropping Ridvan for the, the European squad, he puts him in for the next game. We finally got the Dino starting a game, which is good, obviously. You know, Lawrence starting, which is kind of what we wanted, and Roof starting, which you can't really blame him for starting that. But the first half, it was a carbon copy of most halves we've seen. We were in control, most of the possession, but it was really pedestrian play. We weren't creating enough at all, and what we were creating was powder puff, uh, ultimately. The first real instant I've got here was on the 16th minute, and we actually went 1-0 up, and it was Danilo scoring. It was a sweeping move up the park, Tavernier's to Lammers on the right, a lovely through ball by Lammers to Tavernier, who does a lovely cross into the middle. Danilo headers the ball into the back of the net, but he came in with such force and such pace. He not only did he header the ball, he headered the defender too. A complete accident, but the game was stopped for a good three or four minutes. And unfortunately, Danilo came off worst because he had to be substituted and he's away to hospital with a suspected compound fracture. So that could be quite a lengthy, serious injury that we finally get him starting. He scores a goal. And we get him injured straight away. I mean, he's broken Roof's record now for scoring a goal and coming off more or less straight after. So Seema came on for him on the 20th minute and the game kicked off again. 24th minute, Seema on the left side of the box, rounds the defender, gets a shot off an angle but the keeper blocks. 35th minute, a header by St Johnson with no power, an easy take for Butland. 42nd minute, going forwards, we get the break of the ball. Seema has a speculative shot from 20 yards but easy for the keeper. And then in the dying minutes of the first half, St Johnson floated a free kick into our box on the right hand side. A first time shot and an easy take from Butland. So really not a lot to talk about in that first half really other than the goal second half we started off atrociously St Johnson were clearly the team up for it they were pressing everything they looked up for it and that's that is the big difference with opposition teams and, and us just now they look more up for it than we do and it's just something as simple as that it just baffles me just now 49th minute Davis with a short pass back to Butland and the St Johnson player nips in tries to round Butland and he knocks the ball away from the goal and he ends up falling over Butland's legs. There was a VAR check in the next passage of play, but was nothing in it whatsoever. He actually dived, so I'm amazed that even though the, the VAR looked for it, he never got a yellow card for that one there. St Johnson had a cross in in the 51st minute from the left-hand side. Butland tips it over the bar. And then, from the 52nd minute, 
player been raging on, the game was stopped for a VAR check. It all stemmed from St Johnson having a corner. Their attacker went down very easily. It was the same attacker that went down very easily a few minutes beforehand. Nothing given in it. Correct decision because there was nothing in it. Again, no. Second time in quick succession, the same player has went to ground very easily, resulting in a VAR check and the referee waves on. Where's the yellow card for simulation? If the first one was maybe just an accident, then the second one was certainly simulation because he went down like a sack of spuds. Anyway, 54th minute, St Johnson cross in from the right, a hair away from getting to their attacker, heading it in towards goal, and then at the back post it bounced through, and their player again was a toe poke away from getting it in, living dangerously at this point. And then... Some complete crazy refereeing and VAR decision here. We had the ball in the back of the net on the 63rd minute and it was roof, but it was ruled offside. The ball was up the park. Seema appeared to be on an offside position just from the way the camera angle was. However, he gets back onside. The ball bounces. He chased the ball. He was the first player to get the ball. He gets at the ball. He gets it into the right of the box. He cuts it back to roof who taps it in. There was a lengthy VAR check and it seemed to be both players were actually on the line. So I've no idea what an offside is now. Just like a handball rule, I have no idea what the handball rule is. I have no idea what an offside is. Because if both players are on the line, as far as I'm aware, advantage is meant to be given to the attacker. No idea. Really no idea. Just a long list and bizarre refereeing decisions so far this season, and it's only September. 72nd minute, Lammers off Matondo on. Matondo, you get what you get from him. You see a lot of play, and he was involved straight away because in the 74th minute, on the right-hand side to Lawrence, who has a shot at the edge of the box and an easy take from the keeper. Round about this time, we did start taking control, and we did round the game out on the 79th minute with Matondo scoring. We win the ball back in our half. There was a pass to Lawrence, who plays a lovely diagonal ball to Matondo on the left, who speeds past the defender and places the ball into the bottom right corner. Brilliant goal. So, three points and down the road, I wanted more. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of Rangers fans out there that, that feel the same as well. Getting the result is not enough anymore. We need to see performances week in, week out now. It might be a bit of a bye, our next game coming up against Betis on Thursday. You know, we, we just want the result in that one ultimately. We've got effectively six cup games just to try and get out of the group here. But... We want to see performances as well. It's an entertainment game at the end of the day. We need to get the results, but we need to see improvement in performances. So, not a great deal in the performance-wise today, but we got the result. Take of that what you will. But anyway, Dave and I will be back with the main podcast on Tuesday, so it should be out at some time on Wednesday before the game on Thursday as well. Dave and I will be back with a post-match on Thursday uh, after the Betis game as well. So, once again, Rangers, thank you very much for not spoiling the weekend with the early kickoff. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening and goodbye. <laughs>